Welcome to The Messy Path, a podcast where we navigate through the mess of personal, spiritual, and relationship growth. I'm Ariel, a rapid transformational therapist. And I'm Whitney, an intuitive relationship coach. Join us as we discuss the beauty in the mess of our lives. Hi, everybody. So this week, um, this episode is in response to a letter I got that brought up some um, really amazing questions and points around the self-help industry and coaching specifically. Um, So I have a lovely pen pal um, who I have known since college, and she's an awesome human being. And um, we write letters back and forth. And they're often very vulnerable and just real. And it's kind of like journaling, but knowing that you get to get a response back eventually, which is really cool. Um, I love that it's, it's in an actual letter that you receive through the post mail. Right. So it's like an actual pen pal, which I feel like is lost, um, time. Right. Right. But there is a, a more contemplative, um, slowness, right. Mm -hmm. To having those messages and, Mm -hmm. and how that brings up kind of deeper, different pointed questions, I think is really interesting Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, daily shares on Instagram stories, you know, right. Which is just like texting back and forth. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Um, yeah, it's awesome. And I actually, I always save her letters in my journals. So I Mm. like put them in on the date that I received them. So like I get context when I like go back and read them. I'm like, okay, that's probably what I wrote her about. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, this is what we're talking about. Um, But one of the things that she brought up is how do you know as a life coach, like what it is you should be suggesting to a person or how to hold space for a person or if there is a one solution to a client's problems. Um, Because her and I hold very similar beliefs about the universe and about world experiences. And it's that it's an extremely subjective reality that we live in. Like our reality is built upon our natural personality and disposition, plus the way we were raised, like nature and nurture, plus the world we live in. Like the things that I believe today are the things that I believe because I benefit from the research and science and technology and the connectedness of our world that if I lived in the 1800s, I don't know, I could probably place a bet that I would have been qualified as a witch back then, but like, I couldn't know for (laughs) sure, (laughs) you know, like there's just things I hold that like, I think would be universal, but my experience in this life, because I was born in the eighties is much different than if I was born in like the 1780s. Yes. Yeah. So, so that was like her big question to me was like, I mean, us gathering right now would like constitute being a witch. So 100%. She like conjured a face on a screen. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I don't even mean that way. I just mean like women gathering together who weren't related to each other. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) You know, when we break down like what, but total side note, what people were like actually burned alive for. (laughs) We We should do like a Halloween witch episode and just Mm. have a ton of research. Um, yeah that yeah, might okay. be a guest thing that's happening okay <laughs> we, we have to find a witch if anyone knows like if you are a witch if you practice wicca if you know like a witch historian reach out to us because mm-hmm. i want to make this happen for halloween i just think it would be amazing 
Yeah. Not to okay. perpetuate like witches and Halloween, but you know. We can do it in We can do it. Yeah. Um, okay, so okay. yeah, so that's coaching. What, so coaching, <laughs> anyways, coaching. I digress. Um, yeah, so right. I, so yeah. it she brought up these really great questions about coaching. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're they're questions that a lot of people have and also was really well like said and outlined. Mm-hmm. So we want to kind of just go through why would you sign up for coaching? What do you get from coaching? How does someone coach you? What does that mean? What does that feel like? Who is this person to be coaching you in your life? Right? right? Because you're not Oprah. And also Oprah isn't married. So you can look <laughs> at Oprah in a lot of different, you know, you can yeah. Oprah top-notch lady, but if you, and she has her long-standing relationship with, with Stedman and all this stuff, but she's also not married. She also doesn't have children. There's also all different levels of advice that, you know, she pertains to or doesn't pertain to, Mm -hmm. but she's still this beacon of light for a lot of people, right? So that was a weird offshoot with example for Oprah, but like, (laughs) what, what is this about? And so where where do we want to start do we want to start with the why of coaching do we want to start with where do you feel like starting Whitney um yeah let's start with the why because I think that it's super powerful um the for me in my subjective reality um the why behind coaching is we need another human to hold us accountable And I think it's often far more powerful to go to someone who lives in, to borrow your word, um, Ariel, a more esoteric space in life where my favorite thing to do, and most of my friends look at me sideways when I say it, is I love having deep philosophical conversations with complete strangers because Mm. I just find it fascinating because what do I have? to lose by sharing my entire heart and soul with someone I don't know. And I probably will never see again. Like it's such a beautiful exchange. So I think the why of coaching is to find somebody who can create a safe container for you to just put all of your stuff in and sort through it and move through it. Two on that. It's a removed story. Exactly. Right. So it's like, even if you have your own stories about relationships or life or careers kind of coming into a coaching environment, you don't have a story about their personal people, right? You don't know Joe, you don't know Sally, you don't know any of the people that are related in their lives. And it gives a different perspective than talking to a friend, than Mm -hmm. talking to a relative, right? Than talking to someone who is personally vested in the situation Mm -hmm. right and that's where I think that coaching can help give that external perspective and awareness yeah um that people who are in it where they're like yeah but this is like no but I don't care right this is what (laughs) it's a clean slate and so in that it's really a such a safe space as Mm -hmm. you were saying Mm -hmm. because you don't have to worry to me, there's, you know, like the huge difference, right. In many of the ways of what are you talking to a coach about differently or similarly than you do a girlfriend. And I think we've all, you know, especially as we transition into becoming coaches and things like that, we've been doing the work like this with our friends for a long time, a long time. But the difference is, is 
we're like fighting for our friend or we're, 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 we're explaining the stories of Mm -hmm. their sister or their ex-boyfriend or whatever. You're, you're in it. Even if we have a different awareness to it, it's not the same as that removed level of coach. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's the other thing about coaching that makes it so special is you get to show up in coaching and tell somebody, this is how you really feel. Yeah, Yeah. This is who I am and what I'm struggling with. And this is what I actually want to be. And I have no preconceived notion on if you've said that 400 times in your life, or if this is the first time you're admitting it to yourself and bringing it to light, like I don't know who you were and how you behaved when you were 10. And I'm not going to know who you are and how you behave when you're 95. I get to intersect with you at this beautiful moment in time that will never be again. And I, all I want for you is for you to reach your focus and your goal statement that we create together in the time that we're together, be it three months, be it a year, like however long you want to work with me. If you come back a couple of times, like yes, I will know you better, but it's not going to change the way in which I approach you because I fundamentally believe, and I think a lot of coaches believe this, that we're here to have an experience and it's up to you to decide what that experience is and how you want to show up for it. So all I want to do is provide you with potential tools and ways of approaching scenarios that makes you feel more connected and authentic to who you really are and Mm -hmm. who you want to become. And I don't have any skin in the game aside from my just personal desire to support and allow people to feel loved and allow people to feel connection into their life. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care how we get there as long as we're honoring you. And so that's where like, it kind of dovetails into the other question, which is like, how do you support somebody like that? Like, how, how do I show up and do it? And it's why I call my coaching intuitive coaching because I'm not only teaching you how to work with your intuition, but I am using the hell out of my own personal intuition to figure out what is going to help this person. Cause there's no one solution. There's no like buy this one thing and like, you'll be set for life. Like that's not what coaching is. And if anybody is ever trying to sell you, like give me $200 and I'll teach you this one trick to like change everything. Like that's probably a scam. <laughs> you know, and it, but it's also true, right? How many mm-hmm. one things have completely changed our lives? Mm-hmm. And it's just not a, it's not a cure-all for, I think the word in that really is like forever. It doesn't forever. change yeah. it forever. It's, and it doesn't work for everyone. Mm-hmm. That's yes, the other, right. That's the thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, because like RTT dramatically changed my life and has for everything else, Absolutely. but I'm also still working on growing in my life right but I can point it back to it and say yes my mindset my emotions changed Mm -hmm. dramatically just in that one day let alone all the follow-up yeah um so I think there but I know what you mean right it's like it this isn't going to immediately give you a million dollars and that's going to sustain you forever it's like um and that's why I think I love that we call this podcast the messy path yeah. Because it, it so encapsulates, encapsulates, whatever the word is. Encapsulates. Yep. Why can't I say it? Why <laughs> am I list, missing the S? Um, what it is like to be on the growth journey, 
Yeah. Right. And it's like moving you along, moving you along. And it's like, for me, it's like giving you the donkey on the path. And then maybe next time you'll get a horse and maybe next time you'll get to take a boat. Um, and then you're walking again, (laughs) like whatever, um, because you're just kind of moving along, but this can help you like, you know, have a backpack of tools along your journey. Right. And I think this is like, it's like, instead of walking that leg of the journey alone, you get to walk it with a partner. Well, and that partner brought a bunch of tools and now they're going to share those tools to you. And now you get to keep some of them in your backpack as you move forward. Exactly. And I think that's, that's the thing too about life. And this was another like question that my friend brought up in her letter to me was like, how do you do this work when you're a person too? Like, how was I coaching people when I was struggling with depression earlier this year? And it's like, well, for me personally, I can't answer that for other coaches, but I know that all coaches are human. Like everybody has an off day and everybody's doing their own growth. Um, but for me, I truly get so much joy out of coaching that those moments with clients were a respite from my own work because I got to show up and be there in service of somebody else. And like beyond anything else, I love being of service to people. Um, And I think like most people's jobs, there's still a level of compartmentalization that occurs. Mm -hmm. You're not you, we always exist in the fullness of our lives. And so there's nothing that completely shuts off. I know my partner is way better at doing it than I am. Right. Yeah. But it's guys like, are generally really good at <laughs> compartmentalizing. Yeah. Um, but you don't um, like carry that fullness of the weight through your, the, all of your day jobs, right. Mm-hmm. You rally in some way, Maybe some days you rally better than other days, but it's still how you're showing up for the different elements of your life. And I think that that makes a big difference in, in things too. Mm-hmm. And that intuitive piece is really knowing when are you able to hold space and show up and guided mm-hmm. uh, and guide people, right? And when aren't you? And yeah. I think that that is really something that as a society, hopefully we're moving into in a stronger way too mm-hmm. is recognizing that like everybody doesn't have to show up at 3000% every single day. Um, but that there's a fluidity to energy and time and space and productivity. Um, and hopefully that's what we're kind of moving through. I feel like there's mm-hmm. a somewhat balance of that coming forward with some elements of the pandemic and things like that. But I think being in our authentic selves and saying, no, I'm not going to stack my schedule with a whole bunch of stuff every single day. But, you know, we were just talking about getting to know our menstrual cycles better. Mm -hmm. Right. And how does that affect when we're able to show up for clients or not? Um, Typically that um, uh, the, the time where you're actually bleeding in your menstrual Mm -hmm. cycle is set as a slowing down period, right? Where we're encouraging more rest, more nurturing for your body in a, in a slower way. Um, And so maybe we're not doing as many, you know, Instagram lives, or maybe you're not setting up client calls during that week. For me, that week though, is really great for doing RTT sessions on people mm-hmm. because I'm really intuitively tapped in mm-hmm. and I have these massive, awesome sessions for people, but 
I can only do like one in that week, oh, <laughs> you know, okay. and you know, um, so it's not like I'm packing it, yeah. but I know that there will be a really powerful session, mm-hmm. but it's, it's that gauge on myself, mm-hmm. um, of knowing how much space can you hold? Where's that set point? Mm-hmm. And how are you, you know, gauging that as well? Yeah. I love that. Cause it really is, um, I think sometimes it comes across and I never want it to come across this way, but like, I think some people hear it and they're like a little skeptical, but it truly is so customized to who you are. Like, yes, I have needs, wants, and desires. And that's a global thing that I share, but never have I ever had one person (laughs) with the exact same needs, wants, and desires for a relationship or a job or anything, because it is not about a solution or okay, in our first session, we're going to do these two things. In our second session, we do these three things. And that like, it is not a template aside from we meet bi-weekly. Like that's where it ends. And it really is about showing up and being vulnerable and being willing to just be in the mess of it and allow me into your life as much as you feel comfortable. And then from there, I suggest things and I'll talk through ideas with you. And I will ask pretty poignant questions. And depending on your personality too, like I throttle the different aspects of my personality. Like I know I have clients that like need some tough love. So I'll show up and I'll be like, listen, like we talked about this before and remember where we got last time. Like Mm -hmm. you're hiding right now and I'm not going to stand for you hiding from yourself. And then I have other clients where like, I would never dream of speaking to them necessarily in like a tough love voice because that's not the energy that they're showing up with. And they truly just need a place to be a puddle in a place to just like let themselves go. And that's when I get to be big cuddly mama bear and like just hold space for them to, to lose it and to process and to grieve or do whatever they're doing. And that's where I can't say, okay, by the time we're done in three months, you're going to have a new job and a great love life, like all Uh these things, because I don't know what we're going to encounter. Hell yeah. yeah, We're going to move down the path majorly. Hell yeah. You might have some awesome breakthroughs, but I can tell you from experience in my own life and all the clients that I've coached in my couple, almost three years of, of having a coaching business, you're going to have major breakthroughs and then you're going to have more major breakthroughs. And then after yep. that, you're going to have more major breakthroughs because, and then sprinkle in some minor ones here and there too, because that's just the human experience. It's a constant deconstruction, reconstruction. It's a messy path. Yeah. It's a messy exactly. path. And so it's just, it's a really beautiful thing to be able to witness and to know that like, I honestly have no idea how much impact I have on certain clients. Like, unless they come and tell me, you know, and I have lovely, amazing testimonials and follow-up calls with clients and people telling me like, oh my God, I needed this so much. And I, I take that to heart and it means so much to hear that from people. Like even just the other day, I got an Instagram message saying, thank you so much about posting that information, like that quote from my mm. Angelou and doing that podcast, because like I needed to hear that because I was repeating unhealthy patterns with men and I need to stop doing it. And I was like, oh my God, you're so welcome. Yeah. It just, it like made my heart so full, Mm -hmm. but I don't know how long you're going to take that in your life. Is it going to support you for six months, six weeks, 60 years? I don't know. Like, I hope that all I can do is bring you to yourself and connect you with tools and resources that you can use and reuse and tailor for yourself. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause there isn't, there isn't one set thing that you can do and put it on repeat. Like, and I'm noticing that for myself, like meditation is such a key thing for me. And then my meditation practice looks totally different than it did two years ago. Totally different. Mm-hmm. It is not integrated in my life the same way it was, but it is holding true to me and what I need right now. And it doesn't always look like sitting down on my pillow for 20 minutes every morning. It looks like allowing myself to sit in my car, transitioning in between appointments or um, laying in bed and just noticing the ceiling differently or the light or, you know, it's just, it's allowing these practices to morph with you is a huge part of the work too. I think really like no, having that intuitive set point in yourself mm-hmm. is the primary guidance with, with your style of coaching, right. Mm-hmm. And the style of coaching that, that I kind of provide for, you know, holding space and providing guidance yeah. for, for clients um, after RTT sessions, right. That's kind of where that comes in for me is seeing how is this transition of, of thoughts and emotions showing up now in your life? Where is it where are you feeling resistance? How are you processing it? Where else are you seeing this or, or needing to be guided? It's kind of my process for that. But even when we were in um, our women's circles or the messy path mm-hmm. um, course where we were kind of co-hosting together, mm-hmm. right? It's amazing always to me that these just messages will come through for people, right? Messages, mm-hmm. words that they need to hear, guidance, wisdom, and it's not from a place where either of us really feel like we know more than someone or we know how to do it better, but it's this, like, well, for me, I call it the, it's clear cognizance, right? Mm-hmm. The clear knowing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you have a, a definite amount of that as well, Whitney. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I, so for those that don't know, if you, if you work with me, I sit in meditation Um, This is probably my most regular meditation nowadays, and it's probably why my meditation shifted. But before every client call, I sit in meditation for five minutes or so, um, and I welcome in any guides, spirits, positive entities and energies that want to communicate to my clients through me. Um, I welcome in my own guides to support me, and I just say, let me know the questions I should ask, speak to me and through me, let me know the thing Mm -hmm. I need to say. And occasionally I'll get a message before a call. Um, but every single time, every single session without fail, I say something and I'm like, well, that wasn't in my brain. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know where the hell that came from, but like you needed to hear it. And without fail, it's something that a question that they needed to hear, or it's something that they respond to. And it opens us up to a totally different vein of like, showing up for the work that they want to do. And it's, it's magical. And I can't ascribe any more meaning to it than just like, it is so important to be in touch with your intuition, regardless of what you believe is out there in the universe. If you believe in a higher power or not having your intuition and being centered there instead of in your head, in your logical reasoning, trying to like find a solution all the time is the greatest gift that you can give yourself because it takes all the pressure off. It takes all the expectations off because you just get to show up and be a human with a soul. Yep. Which is why you don't need to have the world's greatest and most perfect because it doesn't exist anyway. Relationship. (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. You know, because it's not about you. You're still in your authenticity and messiness, but there's a guidance that you tap into through your intuition, through your journey, through your experiences that helps guide and lead people forward Mm -hmm. and it's and it is different than saying you must do this this is the this is what you have to do yeah it's like saying this is a message see how it's landing with you this is how we're guiding this is how we're processing through Mm -hmm. it right and and I think so many times okay but that's the why it's so important that people like us continue doing so much inner work yeah and why our lives don't look like picket fence perfect ever. No. Because it's just one challenge after another that is lessons and guidance and for leading our clients, right? Mm-hmm. For being that beacon, for going deeper into our intuition, for experiencing something. So we have empathy and can relate to people when they pull things up because we're, we're like given those situations to help resonate with people Mm -hmm. and that's that's different than saying i've i've done the best job of everyone and this is why i'm going to tell you how to do it now Um, and and it's a similar message but a totally different angle um because it's and i i know so many of the things like in your relationships which you have a great relationship i'm not saying it in that way But it is like when you have a challenge, you, when you're able to shift into that awareness, Whitney, of being like, oh, I'm learning this because I'm going to develop a a workbook that's 30 questions on relationships. Yeah. And then you like can move through that and be like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. my partner and I are good now, you know, or I've been able to shift it, or these are really important Mm -hmm. and integral. And how is that making a difference in our relationship? And yet that's completely separate than mm-hmm. how it can be showing up for anyone else's, exactly. but you're, you're receiving that experience to yeah. be a guide, right? Yeah. And this is why we've said this all, all the time, all the time. Yeah. Guides. When yeah. I- and what's so interesting is I didn't. Um, so when I think I've said this on the podcast before, but it's worth like restating. When I was 13, I asked the universe to experience every type of love imaginable, like not just romantic, but just like with humans, with other beings, I want to know love and it's, it's happening. Like uh, the unfolding is so true in my life. And I truly do believe that that is part of my reason of being here in my own spiritual belief system to support other people as they are experiencing love. Because I have had so many friends that um, have had love lives that are so different and they couldn't go to anybody else to talk about them because they Mm -hmm. were quote unquote other woman or they met somebody and it totally changed their own marriage or, you know, like all of these things where they're like, I don't have anywhere else to go, but I truly believe like love is love and I cannot pass judgment on anyone else's experience with any type of love that they have had in their life. Like as long as you are not being deliberately cruel to another human being, you do you, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that's, 
you're in the clear in as far as I go. And that doesn't mean that I would necessarily make the same choices or even have the same opportunities extended to me because that's not my journey. It's your journey, but it's who am I to judge? So I've been able to create this space in my life since I was a little kid of just like understanding that love is crazy and messy. And I want to support people through it. And I love serving people. And then it's interesting that you bring up the guide thing because I never considered myself a guide. And then it was like a couple of years ago, right before I launched my business, actually, I had a friend come and visit me in town. And he was one of those many people that was like in a very unique relationship situation where he had an open marriage and was like, like we met on a date and then we just became friends. And it's been like, he's going on his whole own journey. But he told me while he was visiting, he's like, you're my guide. Like, I don't know if you realize Mm. that, but you're my guide. And I was like, well, shit. Okay. Like, I don't know how to take on that responsibility. And he's like, it's not about responsibility. Like you're just here to guide me. And I was like, okay, like I'll guide you as long as you want to be guided by me. And then like, peace out and enjoy the rest of the ride. And like, I can't wait to see where it brings you. And that was our friendship and is our friendship. And it's, I think that's the hard thing for some people to understand about coaching and about the kind of therapy you do is it's not, it is outcome focused in that we want you to be more connected to yourself. And we want you to move through the lessons that you need to move through and assimilate, but it is not outcome focused in that, like, you're going to be perfect and never need to do something else. Again, it's not like getting Botox and like, Oh, all my wrinkles are fixed. I'm done. Yeah. But even that is is impermanent. Exactly. (laughs) Or plastic surgery, maybe it's like, like I'm going to get an eye lift and then I'll never have to deal with saggy eyes again. Right. You know? And it's like, that's the world we live in. So people have a really hard time comprehending like, Oh, okay. It's a work in progress thing. That's always a work in progress and it's worthy of my time. I know. I, I hate to say to people, but it's always the, the truth, you know, and it's like, well, it's, it, it can get easier, but it's not going to stop being a challenge yeah, because true. you're, you like turn towards this path now and yeah. you, you're taking the bumpy road. It's like, um, um, have you seen those TikToks of like what you thought spiritual awakening would be like versus yes. what it actually is? It's like so, so funny. fucking true. Because it's like, yes, this is what the truth behind the veil of spiritual awakening is. Yeah. It is alarming. It is- and it will knock you to your feet and it will bring you to your heights. And it, it is everything in between, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not, not feeling through the emotional scale. It's feeling everything through the emotional scale mm-hmm. and being able to move forward. Like I was, I've been having kind of a rough patch myself recently in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm still juggling through it, right? I'm still navigating how I'm, moving through these struggles. Um, but I am having, you know, a meltdown for 20 minutes or an hour instead of days, three days, three yeah. weeks, three months, three years, as it was yeah. previously in my life, you know? Um, and yes, of course, there's always varying degrees of, of how difficult an issue in your life spreads, but I have so much more of me 
grounded into peace and guidance and trusting the universe and God and um, feeling connected, having positive resources, being connected with science, leaning on, on wonderful friends like Whitney who are able to help, you know, me through things. It is an e more easeful process mm -hmm. than how it was for me before. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing. That's why I love your um, example of like, we're walking with you along the path for mm -hmm. the amount of time that you need somebody because it's, it's kind of like going to like a gas station too. Like you're like stopping to gas up on mm -hmm. fuel that you need on snacks on like all those things that you just like need for a road trip is like yes. you gotta have like a good podcast to listen to and you gotta have your favorite snacks and like an energy drink or a coffee or like something to keep you awake and gas for your car and to stretch your legs and like all of these things go into refueling and taking care of yourself when you're on like a longer road trip and it's the same thing for life like you have to figure out how to take care of all the different aspects of your being. And that's why coaching and therapy is so effing important because even though your, your mind is just an aspect of your being and your soul is an aspect of your being, those two things need a fuck ton of tools just on their own. And we aren't always prepared to like do and figure out all of those tools on our own. I think that one thing we've really lost in the society we live in today is the idea of community, like deep community of knowing like, this is the shaman for our, our tribe. Mm, and this is mm -hmm. the so-and-so for our tribe and, yeah. and who holds these roles for us mm -hmm. and who supports those people too. Because yes. I have a life coach, I have a therapist, I have yep. a psychiatrist, <laughs> I have lots of friends and all of those people yeah. hold me up and yes. care for me. And that's what we all need. Like, we're not here to do this alone. This whole fabrication of like pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and the American way of like rugged individualism is, is crap. Like you can't always do this stuff on our own. Well, it's just never true for anyone yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's yeah. like, um, it just isn't, I mean, even isn't. Paul Bunyan had an ox right? friend. So <gasps> You know? Oh my gosh. I was, <laughs> Greg and I just watched, have you ever seen, um, I think it's called the happy people. It's a documentary mm -hmm. by Werner Herzog. Who's just awesome. Um, but he went and he followed this village of people in Siberia and mm. these fur trappers, they're like Russian fur trappers. And they've been living this way since forever. And like the native peoples up there, the cat tribe, I think is the tribe of people that are like indigenous to there. And they basically learned those ways and, and still live in this like trapping society where they don't own the land and they have like access to like thousands of kilometers of, of land to go trap on and like migrate around. And even those guys don't do it on their own. Like mm -hmm. they're alone for like six months out of the year in these cabins, but they go back to the village to get mm -hmm. refueled, to get restocked. They have their dogs with them and without their yeah. dogs, they wouldn't be able to do this hunting the same way. And if there's anything that like the spiritual aspects that come through in my RTT sessions, like mm -hmm. for people, which I don't direct, they come through from people's inner mm -hmm. guidance and inner voices and things yeah. is we are never alone right? We are always part of the running energy of, of source, right? Of source okay. energy, of Holy Spirit, of God, 
of the universe. And it's how connected are we to that? Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, coaches and all the other names that we have for roles of people who are joining us in our life adventure Mm -hmm. is saying just that what is the role that this person is playing what's the role that that person is playing and and how are they moving along with you in this Mm -hmm. how how are you helping carry their their baggage to what extent right yeah totally um I was just talking to my best friend yesterday who was um for the last six months being um, an ESL mm-hmm. English as a second uh, language tutor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she was doing it on a volunteer basis. And she was saying, you know, people really study this and, <laughs> um, but, and do this. And I'm like, yes, but she was, I'm sure she was really good at it. Mm-hmm. She said, but it was really difficult because she had a first gauge what is this person's comprehension? Mm-hmm. What do they need to know? What are their goals, right? Do they need to know how to communicate at the grocery store or do they need to ask, you know, you know, much deeper mm-hmm. points than that, right? Like where mm-hmm. was the, what's their goals and levels and things? Yeah. And so I think that's what coaching is like. It's totally. like, instead of English as a second language, it's almost like emotions as a second language. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Or like intuition is a second language. Like intuition as a second language. Yeah. Oh my God. Because it's like someone else saying, okay, we both have language Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, but we're going to help you move stronger into one aspect of language. Right. And in with coaching and and things like that. It's like, we both have emotions. Where are you at in your emotional processing? And how can I help guide you through it? I don't, you don't need to be at the same places. You don't need to be at those ways, but it's, we're carrying along with you, right? We're mm-hmm. guiding you along with this. And there is no full end point because we're always growing, but we're moving, you know, from point A to point, what, you know, from point, whatever to point, whatever, because totally. it's, tuning into where that person is and where, where they're moving to as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's so what are some point. of the benefits? So let's talk about yeah. what do those outcomes look like, right? Because it's like, okay, well, we're just on this continuous mess, right? Anyway, what, yeah. why should we do this? Right. Yeah. What, yeah. Why what even are, try? Yeah. How does this yeah. help us? I think it brings a major level of trust and confidence in yourself that a lot of women, especially I think lack because we're consistently comparing ourselves to others and we aren't taught to trust ourselves. Like as a society, we just, we as women shouldn't be trusted and don't know, can't trust ourselves. Like that's just a major Back to our witch thing at the beginning. Which is clearly why we mentioned the witch thing at the beginning. It's because it is what, what the big point of it is. Yeah. And learning how to trust yourself and learning how to trust how you show up in different scenarios doesn't mean you're necessarily going to change. Like, but it does mean that you have the knowledge of how you behave in a given situation so that you can at least observe and say, hmm, maybe this isn't serving me anymore. Maybe I do want to change this. Or, okay, this is how I behave in situations like this. And now I can communicate that better to those that are also in this situation with me. Like for me, 
I constantly have so many things that I struggle with from like my own personal growth. Like I am a codependent person. I have learned how to work with my codependency, how to throttle it, how to take care of it when it's like acting up. And when I'm like imagining scenarios where Greg's going to leave me or like awfulizing about something because I have done the work on myself. I know like, okay, that's my ego. It's freaking out right now. It's worried. I'm going to be abandoned. It's worried that these past traumas are going to come back. And I've done enough of the work now and enough of the healing of those different traumas where I love how you always say, like, you're never really healed. You're in Mm -hmm. the process of healing. I will never not have those codependent thoughts, but I will have more and more tools and more and more awareness to be able to say, that's a codependent thought. And I don't need to share that with Greg right now. I don't need to ask him if he's okay. It's the reframes. It's the steadier ground to stand upon, right? Is how I tend to describe it. Totally. And that's the gift of coaching in RTT is you learn how to be in that space and trust yourself more Mm -hmm. and confidence in yourself. Yeah. And I think both of us really work with people through transition. Mm -hmm. And I think there's such a strong value in having someone to lean on through that time. And again, going back to the, who isn't it it like deeply connected to the, to the issue, right. Mm -hmm. Who isn't connected with any of the outcomes, who's able to just see it from an outsider's perspective and be your cheerleader through it as well. Right. Because the only person we care about is our clients. And even in that, they still have to choose to show up in their changed self. Exactly. Um, I think the hardest part for me is seeing clients kind of getting tested and and, and choosing not to pursue it, you know, yeah. after they've stopped working with me and stuff yep. like that and just being like, oh, yeah. but the longer you watch people, the longer we see people on their journeys, you mm-hmm. see then how that shift is showing up. Totally. Us. And, and then, oh, are they still struggling? And it's like, yes, but you know what the problem is. You have the different resources. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you're just like choosing not to. Yeah. And that's a big journey in and of itself. Like you can mm-hmm. learn a lesson and you can learn it really deeply, but it might take you time to like actually mm-hmm. assimilate it to the point that you're not repeating the behavior. Because let me tell you, and this is why I'm a relationship coach. Like I have been through the effing ringer when it comes to relationships and dating. And a lot of it I did to myself because I didn't want to change. And I was like, it's okay. It'll be different next time. Well, if I'm not different next time, it's not going to be different next time because all I'm going to do is start recreating the same damn scenario. So Mm -hmm. it really is about having the awareness and then getting to the point in your own life where it's like, yeah, I'm ready to shift. And I, I have clients that are like, I'm so frustrated because I know I want to change, but I can't. And it's like, well, it's not that you can't. It's just that you're not there yet. You're not well, totally where, in the place. Right. And this is where I think that you and I working together mm-hmm. marry so well. Totally. Because you can be working with Whitney, you know, going through coaching and transitions and, you know, getting more in tune with your intuition, seeing those different levels start to rise forward. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to that deeper block, then that's where that RTT and that huge yep. deep dive and reconnection yep. can really come in and then seeing, okay, having someone support you in how that shift is taking transformation into your life, right? Absolutely. And then, going, and then having that person hold space for you, me 
someone like Whitney, right, mm-hmm. in carrying forward. Um, because yes, I, I mean, I see it in my life. I've seen it in my client's life where one of my first clients from two years ago, mm-hmm. um, came to me for life purpose. She wanted to, she was like, I need to have a different job. I felt mm-hmm. like this for a while. Right. And, um, but what was blocking, even seeing her clarity and life purpose was her anxiety. And so mm-hmm. we first like worked on clearing her anxiety and then we identified like some life purpose things for her and it gave her a whole different set point for how she felt and where she was directing herself in finding a job. She didn't get that other job until two weeks ago. And, and it's also the years of the universe have to mm-hmm. cycle through right? That job, that position wasn't ready for her. Boom, right Mm -hmm. then. And so there's this time of transition and trust, right? More Mm -hmm. so in that too, of how things transpire Mm -hmm. in the years of the universe. Mm -hmm. I love that. And it's, that's, I think the other thing that gets a little hard when you're starting to do this work is you expect there to be a timeline and the universe will laugh at your timeline. (laughs) Like it, it simply will. And it really is one of those things that you, you need to release the timeline that you and your ego have about something and you will learn the thing. You will change the habit. You will have the new job. You will have the new relationship. Mm-hmm. You will end the relationship and the job when the time is right mm-hmm. and, and divinely right. Not just, I want a new job by January. Like it will come when it comes and you need to just be okay with aligning in the reality that I need to do the work and work on me as I'm allowing this to come into my reality. Like that's where you just have to be and have your focus. And then it does come like it really does. And, and it's that increased trust factor in yourself and in what you are doing is right for you. Mm-hmm. That's yes. because if what you're doing is right for you, it doesn't actually matter what the outcome is because it feels good being in the doing of it or being in the being of it. Love you know? that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So much goodness. Yeah. So if you guys have more questions about coaching, about what it's like to work with Whitney, about what it's like to work with me, like please send us a message or reach out to us. Our contact information is always in the show notes. Um, You can find Whitney at being open with two P's as in her last name, Mm -hmm. beingopen.com. My website is arielarnson.com and you can send us an email from there. Um, but it's just really great. I mean, as, even in this week, you know, Whitney was really helping me shift through, um, like I said, some of the presentation, you know, some of the presenting issues that I was battling moving through in my life. And what's so beautiful about Whitney, I really think my plug for you is, oh. is truly how um, connected and caring you are. Um, and you're so connected to your gifts your intuition, you know, just saying, I meditate for five, you know, five, 10 minutes before this, this, the, the client work people, it doesn't even, you guys, it doesn't even like convey how important that becomes for you Mm -hmm. and how much work and, and, and tuning in that is in just those moments of connecting into your energy and, you know, in a, much more esoteric woo-woo sense. Mm-hmm. You don't even need to say anything. It's just the set point 
of energetic connection and alignment. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just need to connect with another person's energy, with Mm -hmm. another person's intuition, with another person's channeling, because it's the the coins and the tokens that we need to collect and touch point to. Um, And so, you know, that kind of dedicated time that Whitney puts in and the caring that she puts in with her clients that's a lot in and of itself you know she's often telling me she's doing an energy clearing or visiting them in meditation or doing something else outside of her face-to-face time you know with her clients too and it's it's really beautiful and you do so much work and care so much for your clients and it's really beautiful Thank you. I appreciate that. And having had RTT with you, I just have to plug you and say like, <laughs> holy shit. Cause you, you're like next level con- like connection and ability to like phrase things and ask questions and position things in a way that's just like, oh my God, you just cut through like 15 years of my BS in like an hour and a half. And it's just like, how do you get that level of connection yourself? And like, let's talk about aerial and clearing stuff. Like you had an entity living in your house that was from a client. Like, it's just, yeah, it's amazing how, how you hold that space. And you're constantly, I love how you, you're a Pisces. So you do this so much. So like flawlessly and fluidly live in both realms at the same time where you can be like <laughs> watching shit on fire here and just being like, yep, I know why this is happening and like immediately <laughs> pulled out the reasoning and I'm just like what like how did you already process that in like a 15 minute conversation we just had and you're just like oh yeah I'm over it. it's fine like this is why it's happening and this is going to be the thing I do now yeah. like here's how it's going to flow and like so much practice on releasing the outcome yes oh you're so good at it yes oh what a fun little gush session to Yay. end this episode <laughs> I love it um, and seriously ask us questions like, and shoot us a note. If you want us to cover something in detail, I know we have like a couple things waiting in the wings. We're not ignoring you. We're waiting for like divine timing for both Ariel and I to be in the correct spiritual and physical mental headspace to, to tackle mm-hmm. things. So yes. those things, those questions are going to be answered. Those topics are going to be covered. Um, but let us know if you have anything else you want us to chat about. Yay. So much love to you all. Bye. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to connect with us on Instagram or online, you can find our details in the show notes. And remember, the mess mess is is the journey. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get this.